This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? Some time ago, my wife and I decided to splurge a bit and eat out at a nice restaurant. This is a rare occasion for us, not because she does not enjoy the experience, but because she married a man who would rather eat his cheese and crackers at home. We were ushered by a gracious young man to our booth, and for my wife's sake, I put on a happy face and began to casually observe my surroundings. We were in sight of an earshot of the bar. There was a row of men and women on stools imbibing their favorite spirits. There was considerable backslapping and loud talking and laughter that rang throughout the restaurant. Whatever they were enjoying certainly took away any traces of inhibition. We began to discuss the menu items, but found that it was difficult to hear since the music, which was certainly up-tempo and a decibel above my comfort range. As I was settled down, waiting for the ordered food to arrive, I was brought face-to-face with a small child. I project him to be approximately five years old, and he was peeping over the next booth at us. He was climbing back and forth, and at times was within inches of my dear wife's head. He threw a tantrum or two, as well as the pepper shaker. He stood up in the seat and on the table, and once on his dad's shoulders. More than once, he sought to match the fellows at the bar with a hoop and a holler. We ate our undercooked and overcharged hamburger and talked all the way home about how much better the burgers were that I cook on my grill. Stuck in my mind since that night out has been the question, Did my children behave or misbehave so that they were the topics of someone's conversation? Our children are long since grown now, but we do enjoy seven grandchildren even though they are quite expensive. We disciplined our children in those formative years. Even then, we were not spooked by Spock and, as was warranted, applied the Board of Education to the seat of learning. I have no credentials except Bible truth that gives me a voice to parent concerning child training. I do think for everyone's sake, it is crucial enough to seek God's viewpoint and earnestly pursue His directives. I firmly believe children belong first to God, then to parents. Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, the Bible says, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. As parents, it is shameful to abdicate our responsibility and pass it off to the government, the school system, television, yes, even the church. As parents, we must closely monitor any agency or individual that has input into our children's lives. Our charge is to never allow anything or anyone into his or her lives that negate our ultimate purpose of perpetuating our faith in our children. I fear we forget the role of a parent and the brevity of time allowed for this process. All too soon, the rope will slide out of our hands. Solomon reduced parenting to child training in Proverbs 22.6. He stated, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he'll not depart from it. He used the Hebrew idiom for touching the palate or creating an appetite. Children growing up in godly homes that love and obey scriptural principles develop an appetite for those things. The first half dozen years of any child's life is crucial. These are years when the persona is established and behavioral patterns can be set. The first lesson is always immediate obedience with a proper spirit. The remainder will be predicated on how well the child subjugates himself or herself to present authority.
Some parents who consider themselves good parents are, in my opinion, and I believe in reality, cruel parents when they willingly allow open disobedience and rebellion to authority. Susanna Wesley was the mother of Charles and John Wesley. She reportedly had some 16 or 17 rules for her children. I certainly cannot give you all of these, but I selected a few to illustrate the point of obedience. She stated, first of all, subdue self-will in every child. And then she stated, require all to be still during family altar, I might add, during the church services. Command and reward only good behavior. Give them only what they ask for politely. Give children nothing they cry for. Do not allow a sinful act to go unpunished. These and the rest would not fly in the permissive world around us. The fact remains, however, if we had more mothers like Mrs. Wesley, maybe we would have more sons like Charles and John Wesley. I recall vividly the first time I held my son, our firstborn, and realized I was responsible for another life. After a few years, my thoughts broadened to the reality that my responsibility extended to lives and eternal souls, not only of my children, but also to future generations. Parenting is a full-time task requiring a plan, persistence, and much patience. There's nothing as important or as rewarding this side of heaven. The only thing you can carry to heaven with you is your children, not your house or your bank account. I once visited a very successful farmer. I knew him and his family personally. He had three children. Two of his three children died at an early age due to excesses in their lives. The third was a heartbreak to him and to everyone else around. Our discussion turned to feeding for his hogs. He was a hog farmer. He explained to me the manner and the mixture of feed and its expected growth and production. He kept charts and graphs and had a volume of articles and magazines on raising hogs. Each animal was monitored from the time it was born to the time he took it to market. I remembered thinking after I left his home that day how different his family would have been if he had invested the same energies in his children that he did in his hogs. Children are our greatest stewardship. For some parents, there are obstacles to careers and lifestyles. Some even consider a child as a nuisance and think nothing of destroying their baby through abortion. How blessed we are as parents to parents with God in the production and the preparing of the next generation to love and serve our Savior. Take care to raise your children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. You will not regret it. Oh, I want to take a few moments and thank you today for just listening for a few moments from my heart to yours. 